1: It's just Daryl, baby. What's going on, world? The infamous butt-fumbler, Mark Sanchez, has gone on and signed a contract with the Denver Broncos, a team that won the Super Bowl? Come on, man. Come on, Elway. you got to be taking this guy to be your backup quarterback, possibly, because I can't see Mark Sanchez becoming... A, a, a Super Bowl champion, or a, or a um, or just a, a solid NFL quarterback. This guy's a butt fumbler, man. Come on, we've seen this guy line up to the wrong position. I think at one point. Hey, but let's go. Let's let's go back a little bit because not let's go back a little bit. But when I think of Mark Sanchez and Mark Sanchez, he's 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 Hispanic. He always takes me back to um, Jim Plunkett. Now, I always looked at Jim Plunkett as being this guy that came, and a lot of people probably have no idea who Jim Plunkett was, you know. But Jim Plunkett um, bounced around the league for quite a bit, and he ended up with the Oakland Raiders and won two Super Bowls. I mean, and 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 this Jim and 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 Jim Plunkett, if I'm not mistaken, was a minority. But he bounced around the league for a couple of years and ended up being. A a Super Bowl champion, and I, I look at I, I I sometimes look at um 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 Mark Sanchez, and I think about Jim Plunkett because you know, I'm a big time Oakland Raider fan. I go back way 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 back to um to, to you know the days of Jim Plunkett, and even before um 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 Jim Plunkett when when we had uh, Ken Stabler you know so i am i'm a big time Oakland raiders fan but wh- when i look at jim plunkett you know this this guy he i think he signed with the new england patriots first in 1971 and and played for them until 1975 then he signed in 1976 he played with a, for the san francisco 49ers and uh, in 1977 he played for the 49ers but this guy really was nothing. I mean, he was just a a, 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 a below-average quarterback. But when he got with the Raiders, he was not a below-average quarterback. And you know, don't don't get me wrong. He had players around him like Cliff Branch and and Dave Casper um, uh, and and man, um, probably one of the greatest receivers of um, of all time. Um, fred bolitnikoff you know but he was a different player when he played for the raiders it wasn't that guy that that bounced around the league and and looked like he was never gonna be any good he was good i mean this guy became a very good quarterback um Playing for the Raiders, you know, and in in nineteen in nineteen eighty, when the Raiders won the Super Bowl, Jim Pluckett threw for two thousand two hundred and ninety nine yards. You know, he he had never thrown for nothing close to that in his career. You know, but hey, this, hey he got with a team that appreciated him. Uh, I they had to show him a lot of love for him to be to be that good. And look like a seasoned veteran. But hey, sometimes it takes a little while for guys to, to become as good as as they were supposed to be. And Mark Sanchez, it's a lot of people, including myself, been waiting for Mark Sanchez to be the quarterback that we saw at USC. I mean, this guy was good at USC. And, and he was deserving of being one of the top picks coming out of college. But he has not shown us anything um, since he's been in in the league, I mean, and I mean anything, if anything, he's he's pretty much embarrassed himself um, in the last couple of years um, it, to the point where um, he he couldn't he couldn't start for the Jets. Wow, what do you have to say, Denver Broncos and John Elway? John Elway, are we are we are we really seeing your your very best? With, with signing Mark Sanchez, and I, I, I know I, I would agree. Uh, don't get me wrong. Johnny Manziel is not a quarterback that I think that fits that John Elway um, mold. And, I, and, and, and don't get me wrong. I, I, I think I would take Sanchez over uh, Johnny Manziel. However, was Robert Griffin too expensive? I don't know if I take Robert Griffin over Sanchez. Uh you know, I'm I'm not so sure. You know, Robert Griffin didn't play at all last year. Sanchez did play um he did make some make some appearances last year. So I, I would have to say I'd take Sanchez over Robert Griffin. Um but I don't think that this is a um I, I don't think that we've seen a, the uh, the last of um uh, quarterbacks um taken this year by the Denver Broncos. I think Denver Broncos are probably more than likely, um, going to be taking a quarterback in the draft for sure. If not in the draft, we will probably see them, um, uh, signing a free agent, um, in the near, near future. Yeah. So I I, 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 um, I think, I think Elway has, has maybe try, maybe he's pulling a wool over all our, our eyes. Um, I'm not so sure because I don't think Sanchez is really what they, what they need, what they want, or even, or even what's what's. He can't be the future of this team, you know. And you got to think, hey, Brock Osweiler, I, they apparently didn't think he was the future for uh, for this team either because. They didn't make an effort to make a, a serious effort to sign him because if they, you know, you you were going to pay Peyton Manning nineteen million this year, hey, I don't, I can't see how how that could have, um, I don't, I don't. This is like apples and oranges. I I don't know. Um, gold and gold and dirt. I think I think Oswald and and maybe maybe different knows more than what I know. They saw Oswald on a daily basis. Maybe they looked at him and said, hey, it was the talent around him. It wasn't necessarily him, uh, because you're definitely getting uh, Sanchez on on a low low. You know, it, it, he he's not he's not gonna cost them a whole lot of money. But in the meantime, are we are we are we at the point in Denver where we're saying, hey, there are no more franchises in the NFL? You're gonna win a. We're gonna. You're gonna win a Super Bowl here and now, here and there. So you take a Super Bowl and then you pretty much just go ahead and save money for the next five years. Is that what we're looking at in Denver? I would hope not, but at the same time, this could be this could be what we're what we're seeing uh, happening in football. You know, because a lot of teams make the playoffs on on the low. You know. Um, New England Patriots say they're definitely one of those teams. Hey, but guys um guys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, DJ Raji is taking a hiatus from football. He says he's taking um taking a year off. You know, um Oh, is this what we're going to be seeing uh, um, for a while now in the NFL? Is this what we, is this the future possible future of the NFL? guys play four years, six years. Um, they sign a second contract. You look up and they have $8 million in the bank. And, um, they say, Hey, I got $8 million in the bank. Uh, Do I really want to do this again? Or, and maybe, uh, $8 million in the bank gives me affordability to take a year off. And, um, uh, take some time for myself, recoup from some of these little injuries that maybe a, a dislocated elbow, somebody said that's a small injury, or five dislocated fingers in one season, um, or even three in one season. You know, just take some time off to recoup from some of these injuries that a lot of fans look at and say, oh, that's not a big deal. Well, it's a big deal when when it keeps happening. Uh, when you got a scrape on your elbow from artificial turf, that never heals up because guess what? Every time it's almost healed, you slide on the turf again and it opens up. And, and, and you know, these are the things that $8 million will will make you say, hey, uh, I think I need to take a year off. Uh, I'll be training, but I really need to take some time off to, to get myself together, to get myself mentally and physically together and maybe even... Um, uh, manage my money, um, make sure that I'm going to have $8 million um, 10 years from now or 20 years from now or 30 years from now when he really needs it. So BJ Raji, I, I, I applaud you for, um, for doing what you're doing and I, I hope that you take some time off and, uh, and come back uh, 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 an even better player than, um, than, you, than you are as you are right now leaving. Um, I think this is a good move. I think this is something that we're going to be seeing other players do I think um, uh, money makes it makes it easier now for these guys to walk away from the game, and uh, I think it's it's smarter. If you can do that, you know, um, the world is growing, going now to we see people now all the time. We're living in tiny houses, smaller houses. We're trying to make our imprint on society smaller, our imprint on the world smaller. So if you gonna, if you got eight million dollars and you're making an effort to make to put a smaller imprint on the world, you should be living pretty darn good for a pretty long time. And I don't see where uh, he'll have any problems. I think he has enough money. But hey. It's a lot of guys not. It's, it's, it's just as many guys that can walk away from the game and have $8 million out there saying, if I could just get one more contract under my belt, I think I'll have enough money set aside until I can get my NFL retirement and then I can live. So, hey, just like Raji stepping out on having, having possibly being set, it's a lot of guys, they're not set. And they've lived a life of 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 lavish and money, blowing money at strip joints and blowing money on fancy cars that are worth a whole lot less than what you paid for them the day after you take them off the car lot. Those guys, they can't afford to to stop playing. Even with a headache, they go out there and play. You know, and it's a, it, hey, it's a terrible thing, uh, but it's reality even with a hamstring they go out there and play and these are the same guys that are that are that are you know they're struggling for a roster spot just like everybody everybody's struggling for a roster spot everybody's scrapping and trying to give everything they can for a roster spot but some guys need it more than others and those are probably the ones that are probably not going to get it because if you've if you've already blown seven or eight million dollars and you've only been and you've been in the league eight years or ten years, more than likely um, chances are um, you're probably gonna blow it again. You know, let's hope that it, that doesn't happen like that, but chances are you're probably gonna blow it again. Hey guys, we're talking about these NFL players and making money and saving money, but uh, DeQuell Jackson. The coach linebacker just found guilty of punching the pizza man. And you'd be surprised what he got in trouble for why he would punch the pizza man. Guys, we'll be back after these messages. And I'm going to let you know what the quail that went down for punching the guy for. We'll be back after these messages.
2: Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. We're getting a jump start to the 2016 deer season this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trev. And here's the lineup Bill Gorman of LL Bean's Guide to the Outdoors, Christian Berg, editor of Peterson's Bow Hunting, and Growing Deer TV's Dr. Grant Woods will all weigh in on the current whitetail status and need to prep to have a successful fall harvest. And it's presented by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel.
0: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info U.M. with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
1: And welcome back to Sports Info you, UM. Hey, guys, we've got a call on the line. And, um,. You know, we, the name of our show is Sports Info UM, but we are sports fans all across the board, and we invite everybody to come to our show. And I'm definitely inviting a good friend of mine, Patrick Miller, University of Florida, great outside linebacker, fifth-round pick from the San Francisco 49ers. Pat, welcome to the Sports Info UM show, man. What's going on? All right, Daryl, ain't nothing going on, man. I appreciate you inviting me on the show. Hey, I appreciate you coming, man. And Pat, guys, he's from uh, Panama City, Florida. Man, I met Pat in the 11th grade. We was at the University of Florida football camp. Wow, what a long time ago that was.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's a short shorts and long socks.
1: (laughs) Yeah. i'll never forget we were at this uh we met uh uh adrian white he was at that camp too but there was a lot of great guys great players at that camp man jamie Dukes, hassan jones um um oh man johnny L. williams um
3: neil anderson um uh, yeah uh kevin swoops uh from fort pierce with
1: yeah. illinois swoops. yeah man it was loaded Man, loaded. that camp was loaded with guys, man. I mean, it was it was unbelievable. The number of guys that went on to the NFL from that camp is, is, is mind boggling. Yeah. Yeah. Probably Pro Bowlers from that camp.
3: Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. Brett Fullwood was there. Brett Fullwood. Was there. Um, yeah, Brett Fullwood was there, man. he. I mean, he was the fastest one in camp yeah. at that time. Yeah. Jarvis Williams was there. Jar- Jarvis was there. Yeah. Had all them boys from Bell Glade that was there.
1: Yeah, oh man, Ricky Natil, all of them guys there, yeah. man.
3: Yeah, man. I, that camp was loaded, man. That camp
1: was loaded, man. That camp was loaded. Hey, but hey Pat, man, what's going on with you now? What's happening in Patrick Miller's world?
3: Well, right now I'm um, at Santa Fe High School here in Olachua County, uh defense coordinator, linebacker coach. Okay. Um we're four four eighteen. Um, you know. Uh so that's what I'm doing. Girls weightlifting, boys weightlifting. You know, and just trying to help these young folks uh, reach their, their potential.
1: Oh man, that that is very nice, Pat. You know, I was I was a high school coach and um, and I, I and a, a high school teacher for many years, and I uh, did that for a very long time. And I think I actually kind of just got burnt out to at one point. I've, I've had, I had so much passion for the sport that one day I looked up, and, and I had more passion than the kids that I was working with had. And um, that just kind of touched me in a in a way that I just, it, it, it bothered me. And I stepped away from, uh, from coaching. And every year, one of these coaches here in my town are asking me, uh, Coach Oliver, when you coming back? And I haven't coached I, since 2007.
3: Well, uh, you know, man, I mean, it, if you're not able to adjust yourself, a lot could happen because, it's not like it used to be. I mean, uh, the kids are not um, totally engaged as we were. You know, um, you know, there's so much going on. I mean, social media, uh, reality TV shows that, that take away from what we were doing because we didn't have all that. So, you know, what we focus on was sports. Well, you know, today sports is competing with a lot of different things. And not only just in society, but you know, there's not the same amount of support that was there. You know, the, the crowds are not uh, are coming to the games. And, you know, the, the, it's more expensive. And it's really it's a tough avenue for any high school coach right now. But, you know, um, I understand exactly what you're saying. I, I mean, I'm very frustrated at times, too. But I, what I try to do is just look at the bright side and say, you know, I'm, I'm helping someone. And, I, you know, that's my drive
1: yeah and you know pat I, I i really really applaud you man for doing what you're doing because i know it's not an easy job by no means and uh and i started i started my coaching career in in 1990 you know and i i, I didn't i didn't stop it until like 2007 you know so it it was it was a very it was a it was a, it was a, i i gained a lot from coaching and it really took me back a bit when I stopped coaching. But to see you and see a lot of these other young guys doing it, it, uh, it means a lot. You know, because I know um, if somebody not like, like me and you, not in there trying to steal and steal some of those old school. Um, hey, not, not necessarily getting your face, but letting these guys know, man. Hey, it's, it's, it's a passion about this thing you got to have to really be good at it.
3: Real big good at the amount of time and energy you gotta learn to spend. And you know, and, and, and these guys, like I said, you know, they don't understand. They think that, you know, um you can just, you know, add a little water to it and mix it up and it all turn turn to gravy. No. You gotta make that gravy, you gotta put some flour in and get it thick. You know. Right. These guys, you know, they, they, they don't wanna spend the time in the weight room, uh, you know, and now you got all these people putting these stars in front of these players and you know, they're projecting to go here, but, you know, that's not what it's all about. You know, it's all about hard work because that's something that you're going to carry on for the entire life. Exactly. Exactly. And I and so, I, I, I feel
1: you when you say what you're saying about it. You got to put a little flour in that thing. These guys don't want to smother the onions, man. You understand what I'm no, saying? They don't want man. to get down and dirty, you know. And no. you're right. We you hear these stars in, your, in front of your name, and it, it, it's if you don't have... Passion for you, almost wasting your time because you got a lot of got to put time. a lot of energy out in this thing, man. And and these guys really they look they look at it and 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 I guess in two thousand seven that was right around the time when the social media and the the internet and the this and the that was getting to be a little bit more. Maybe that's what it was that I saw taken away from the kids, but. When we start looking at the time that we put in as coaches, oh man, it's, it's a
3: lot. It's unbelievable, man. I mean, I, I didn't, you know, just this year, the, the amount of time that I put in this year trying to get us prepared, you know, and I I, I went back and I looked at it, you know, and, 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 you know, I'm blessed to just have a good wife, man, a great wife who understood because, you know, I, it was no time. You know, I, um, you know, Saturday mornings I'm right back in front of the computer watching film, and Sunday we in coaches meeting. So you know, it, it's a lot of time the high school coaches are spending. But if they can, if we can get the young men to understand that, oh, we'll be reaching them. But you know, you you still fight that battle. You know, you got to yep. be on time. You got to come to yep. practice. You know, summer workouts. You know, kids don't want to show up. But now, you know, coaches are making it very clear: you want to play, you gotta, you gotta work out. If you don't work out, you don't play. So, you know, you gotta hold them hostage and almost to get them there. But that's what you gotta do. That is what you have to do, Pat. That really
1: is what you have to do. Yeah. Well, hey, man, here at Sports Info UM, we're gonna wish you guys much success. And uh, you, we got, hey, we got Santa Fe High School Class Four A on the radar, baby. I'm letting you know. When you okay. come over here towards Daytona, Orlando, St. Augustine, Jacksonville, I'm coming to see what you're bringing.
3: All right. Yes, yeah, I mean, we, we we need to get back on Jacksonville because Reigns knocked us out the playoffs this year, one game from the state, but they were loaded. They were loaded. They had a very great team, and they got some good athletes on the team, but it was fun. And, uh, you know, keep us on the radar, and we appreciate, you know, what you're doing. You keep doing what you're doing, too, D., and, uh, you know, even though we we was in uh, different colors, but we all all stood for the same thing. And that's one thing I tell people, you know, Miami and Florida players, you know, we may not have been on the same team, but afterwards we knew each other.
1: Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and we yeah. had some battles, man. It's a shame that you yeah, of Miami and Florida don't go at it. But, uh, wow, we, we had some, some serious battles from the very first year that uh, we were in college when um, – um, when, when Jim Kelly got hurt at, at yeah, the man. University of Florida at that game. Then the next year, you guys beat us at Florida Field. And um, uh, I'll never forget Wilbur Marshall hit Bernie Kosar so hard, his head hit the goalpost, and it was shaking all the way to the next play. The goalpost was still shaking, man. And Wilbur Marshall was yeah, no that's... joke, man. I'm telling you, that yeah, dude we're, brought... we're, we're kill. We're oh. kill. That's what we
3: call it. We're kill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. man y'all had y'all had some beasts over there too so oh, know, yeah. yeah like oh, yeah. you said man, there were some battles man and those, that's what that was football that's what made UM and made Florida at that time those battles but yeah, you know Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh. And the following year we played you guys in Tampa and uh, yeah, I'll never forget that game either cuz we scored two touchdowns in the last 32 seconds I mean bam bam I mean I was like man
3: what just happened I, wow. think that, I think that was Eddie, Eddie Brown and Shakespeare. Eddie Brown and Shakespeare. Eddie Brown and Shakespeare.
1: Yeah, they killed us on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I scored a touchdown yeah. in that game, Vernell Brown. We had been to camp for so many years, and I knew he was going to go low, so I just jumped over the top of him. Scored right a touchdown.
3: Yeah, and don't think and don't think we ain't kill him in the film room about that either. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Uh, hey Pat it's always good man we're here every Monday night from 8 to 9 o'clock on SportsCenter 4 You on radio show voiceamerica.com give us a call anytime
3: okay man I, yeah, I'm gonna drop in on you guys and y'all keep doing what you're doing hey I appreciate it thanks a lot Pat alright okay brother have a good one thanks
1: as that was Patrick Miller from University of Miami University of Florida great Outside linebacker, defensive end, man. Played for the San Francisco 49ers for quite a while. Um, hey, do we still have Steve on home? Steve, what's going on? Oh,
3: number 37. How can he not mention that you touched him, boy?
1: In <laughs> Tampa. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, you remember can, that I, game, Steve. Yeah, oh, you know, man. sometimes it's hard to bring up those kind of memories, man. Yeah, I
3: don't forget. How's it
1: going? Yeah. Hey, life is good. Life is very yeah. good, Steve. Very good. Hey, you know, I, I before we took a commercial break, Steve, this guy, Dequell Jackson, for the uh, Indianapolis Colts linebacker, they found him guilty for punching a pizza man in the face, and the pizza man say punched him in the um, in the back of the head, too. And you'd be surprised what this was over. It wasn't over a girlfriend. It wasn't over a pizza. It wasn't because his pizza was cold when he got to the house, when it got to the house. It was over a parking spot. Now come on, wow. man.
3: Mm.
1: You know, and you gotta think this guy, quell Jackson, he probably, you know, come on, is is it really worth it? Is it really worth your name on TMZ and ESPN and SI and all these other things for the wrong reasons? You know, and now you know he's gonna have to come out the pocket because that guy's been dizzy ever since he found out that guy, that uh, quell played for the for the Colts.
3: Mm.
1: Don't you know he's been uh, having dizzy spells ever since that happened?
3: Wow! <laughs> in, entitlement, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, entitlement. you're right. Entitlement, entitlement. But uh, that was a great that was a great interview. I enjoyed listening to you guys. Hey, hey, Steve. Yeah, I enjoyed listening to you guys. Yeah. So, uh, what's going on in Coral Gables? I think he. You know, um, um,
1: our new coach is uh, implementing some things, and it look, look like look like things are progressing quite well down in um, in South Florida. I, I can't really say for sure, but I will be down there. Um, um, April fifteenth is our annual reunion, and uh, Mark okay. Rick has already said that he's going to open it up for questions from all the former players and say we'll be able to ask him whatever we want and I'm sure it's going to have a probably going to be one of the biggest reunions uh, that we've had in quite a while.
3: Well, yeah. I, I'm, I'm so happy that he's the coach. He was my choice all along. I I think we kind of had the conversation before and you know, just me being up in Jacksonville with the people uh, from Georgia kind of being disgruntled with the guy. But I said, hey, look, when you win 10 ball games a year, you but as long as he did, you're doing something right. I would agree wholeheartedly. I, 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 would, a, right.
1: I would agree. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think Mark is, is a good good person for the job. I really think he has enough athletes in the program right now to to do some good things. Um, I think it's going to be a, 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 a challenge now for guys to... Walk on campus and start right away. You know, we—I don't think we're going to be seeing these that that anymore. I think guys are going to have to earn their earn their keep. They're going to have to earn their spot on the roster. You you won't be 17 years old and and starting at the University of Miami because we promised you that you were going to start when you when you left high school. That's just not going to happen.
3: That's a good thing.
1: I think so too. Yeah, I really think so. Yeah, and uh, I think Mark is going to bring a. I, I think we're going to see a, a level of discipline on this team that that's that's probably going to save this team five hundred yards in itself um, without these silly fifteen yard penalties, unsportsmanlike conduct, lining up offsides. Come on, how, how can you just give somebody five yards before the ball even snap? You're lining up offsides. You know, those are the kind of things that just drive. Former players and, and people that really, really know the game, it, it 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 drive them crazy. You know, and and I think we look at that, and those are the things you say, that's a reflection of the coach. You know, every time we every time there's a, a, a delay of game penalty, that's always on the quarterback. The quarterback's job is to get the play in, to get the play called and get to the line of scrimmage and make make that and make it make it happen. So when we look at penalties like guys lining up offside two or three times a game, that's always on the coach. And I, I, I just uh, – so those are the kind of things that we have to – little things that if we can correct, I think it's going to make a big difference um,
3: uh, in this team. Yeah. Well, I hope you're right. I, I hope you're exactly right. Yeah. Um, I, like I I'm glad he's the coach. And uh, I'll say this, uh, as, we, as, we, as I talked to you a little earlier, what about the basketball team?
1: Well, they've been better than the football team the last couple of years. <laughs> 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 that's not I funny, just, Steve. Uh, <laughs> that's not funny, man. Come on. Uh, no, that's <laughs> not funny. That's uh, not funny. I tell you what,
3: I, players still coming out, guys. I, I mean, I. You know, as far as the the Jaguars concerned up here, it's Olivia Vernon. I just don't remember the guy you were. Maybe I wasn't booking. But all of a sudden he's a top three agent.
1: Hey, and 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 the Giants just gave him a bundle of money. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but no, uh, exactly. Olivia he he's almost been kinda like a, a, a quiet um. Quiet storm per se because he only stayed at UM I think two years he came out real early and a lot of people mm. said is he worth it and he got a little got in a little bit of trouble at the University of Miami too but um, but he, he and he's had some injury issues in Miami he's still very young. Um the upside is is tremendous for this for this guy. I think he's going to be a, a a solid player for the Giants. Hey Steve, I want you to hold through the break. And guys, we'll All be right, right back be... after okay. these messages and we'll be talking more sports information and what's going on in the world of sports. We'll be right back.
2: Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: tuned in to Sports Info U.M. with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun 3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
1: And welcome back to Sports Info U.M. We got Steve on the line, former University of Miami. He's a University of Miami alumnus. And, uh, and a good friend from Jacksonville, Florida. Hey, Steve, you know, the Miami Hurricanes are going to be playing Buffalo. And Miami got a three-seed in the tournament. Buffalo's a fourteen seed. Um, you know, for the last few years now, Miami's basketball team has been better than the, the football team and has definitely had a higher ranking nationally uh, than our football team. Um, I know we're happy that our basketball team is doing well, and I know I'm really pulling for them to go far in the tournament. But where do you see this basketball team going? How far do you see them going? I think
3: the, the three seed is indicative of probably where they should should end up. I mean, they it, it, it just run into some buzzwords. I haven't watched them a whole lot, you know. Uh, but I, the Virginians, you know, of course, I took good teams. And the player of the year was this guy, Bogan, which, you know, after the game uh, last week, two guys bought the shot and still went in. Mm-hmm. Right. Still went in. Unbelievable. So I was really unbelievable. So, I feel that was kind of the fate. But for them to be where they are now and and this McClellan kid is, is sweet. It's yeah, sweet. Yeah, he and is. The, and, and the big center. Hey, I was always, you know, I hate to go back but I think about Tim Harvey when I see guys like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I always, hey, I think about Tito Harper. you
1: know what I'm saying? You know, I, I go back yeah. a little farther and Tim. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you know, I remember. Because yeah. Tito Hoffa, his sons, you know, he, he have a, a little legacy.
3: Oh, he, you know? he's strong. Man. Yeah,
1: Hoffman, his son uh, plays with the Atlanta Hawks. Exactly. With yeah. The Florida. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, with the University of Florida. Hey, but, um, Steve, let's, let's talk a little bit. But I, I know you got to run. We don't want to keep you too long. But the, but before we let you go, the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, you know, um, Blake Bortles, I, I think he's going to be a good quarterback someday. I'm not so sure it's going to be this season. But I think he's going to be a good quarterback pretty soon. Um, I, think Alan, I think Alan Hearns is going to be a very, very good receiver. Uh, he's only been in the league two years, and I'm not so sure if we're going to see him in Jacksonville, because come, when he becomes a free agent, I really think he's going to um, possibly take his his, his his show on the road.
3: How you feeling about the Jaguars, Steve? I, I really like the improvements they made on in free agency. Uh, I, I'm with you on Blake, because he's what we have. You know, these, as a friend of mine always told me, but I'm not a friend, the guy that Play the Alabama. These quarterbacks don't grow on trees. But as far as what they've done with free agency, uh, I, I like that. You know, bringing in the, the pass rusher, the, need another running back, and that takes a little pressure off of, off a of Blake, as far as I'm concerned, because he he really kind of had to, to tote the team as far and make and take chances that he probably shouldn't have been doing, but. I'm confident in them. I, I, it, it, still, somewhat, you know, we're looking up at the the coach. Still looking up at the coach, but uh, I like to see what they're going to do in the draft. I think they need another another linebacker, just more speed. And um, as you mentioned, you know, Hearns and Robinson, these guys, man, they are good football players. And you yeah. know, I and and you know, not to mention. You know, Julius Thomas, he, he didn't come on until late in the year. So you still have that. They re signed Mercedes and uh, Rashad Green, of course. He, he, he's an X Factor, too, as well. And forget about the guy from SCF, Alpha, my The The White Lion. Uh, Mar, Marquise. Marquise Lee, so okay. I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be okay, man. You know, I hope he further develops. But uh you can't turn it over. You got to stop them, and you know all that football cliche that that are out there. The Jaguars need every one of them.
1: Yeah, the Jaguars they they do, and um, and they play in a weak division. Um, you know, and and, and we're, we're expecting a lot every year from Jacksonville because they play in a weak division. We've seen them make some almost bonehead moves. Um, and and the, the Toby Gerhardt moves just, just jumps out at me all the time when I think about it. But, um, mm-hmm. and, 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 I, and I'm not so sure if um, holding on to Mercedes Lewis another year, was, is, 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 is it really worth it? Because this is a guy that just has not done a lot for this team in the last few years. He yeah, hasn't. Except, except, except collect the paycheck. You know, just, yeah, just he has it. I don't, and you wonder, how? Why, why are we still holding on to guys like, like that, you know?
3: Well, they let, they let a lot of good players go. Yes, they, they have. You know, every Regan time, I, every time run... I look up somebody from, you know, it used to be a Jaguar and I just think it's a, it's a comfort zone with him. You know, he, he he's not complaining that he did not get the ball. They, they, because the offensive line is, and, and you know, as you were speaking with, with Patrick. You guys know the coaching and all that, but just from a layman's view, he's always trying to help out the offensive line. You, you got him in that block, so I, I think it's a one over move where they, they both sides feel comfortable. You know what he what he's asked to do and what he wants to do. He, I. Doesn't seem like to me that he, you know, he wants to catch eighty balls a year.
1: I'd be happy yeah. if he caught twenty balls a year. Y'all <laughs> with you. you know what I'm saying? Come on, I just don't, I, you know, and I and I and I look at guys like this, and, I'm, and I, it makes me say, man, why are we, why do we hold on to guys, guys like that? Because I, I don't know whether he's over his prime or maybe he's just in a in a comfort zone. In in Jacksonville, where, you know, he doesn't he doesn't feel like he need to do much more than what he's doing.
3: I think that's you, you somewhat hit it on the head. I would think, uh, because otherwise, I mean, he, he top tight end in the in the whole, coming in the draft, first round draft pick. You would think. I mean, he has all the size that. Everything expensive, so but um, they're gonna have to turn it around here. They're gonna have to turn it around. They they're moving some pieces and parts around, but I do I do like I say I do like the, the free agent class for them to get Prince Alcum, Uh, they need another corner. They need somebody that they need ball hogs back there.
1: Oh, yeah, they definitely need ball hawks back there. They need
3: ball hawks. They need people that, you know, and this, this Gibson guy, he, he's probably going to do that as well. But, yeah, man, I was honored to be on your show, my friend. Hey, my brother,
1: it's always an honor to have you. Um, thanks for calling. Don't be a stranger here on the Sports Info UN radio show. Um, we're here every Monday night from 8 to 9 o'clock. Give us a call, Steve. we Will do. Hey, Good thanks show. a lot. Appreciate okay. it. Go Kays All the way, baby. Let's do this thing. Hey, guys. That was Steve Mars from um, UM Alumnus. Uh, I think Steve is class of 86. Wow. And a super guy. And a super fan. Super UM fan. I mean, that's 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 the beauty of this whole um, sports thing. And I think that's one of the things that, that we just love about sports is that you can get into something and sometimes um um college fans seem to be a little bit more passionate about about um about their games than than professionals. Um, you know that that appears to be that way in the south i'll say um, up north people are really more into professional sports than they are um, college sports but down south man we can really get into our colleges in our universities, and we get behind them, and I don't care whether it's a small school like Jacksonville University or Liberty College or University of Miami, or don't even talk about the fan base of the University of Florida where Patrick Miller went to college at. But hey, guys, um, um, <laughs> Martavius Bennett is suspended for a year. You know, now, you know, I, I really I meant to ask Steve about Justin Blackman while he was on the show, but Martavius Bennett has only been in the league two years. Um Justin Blackman, I think he was only with the Jaguars for one and a half year before he was out and never returned. Um Josh Gordon, uh wide receiver for the um for the um the um uh the Cleveland Browns. Um, Josh has been out of the league now for two years for something similar, uh, drug infractions where he just cannot stay clean, and I and the, and the kid. Now we hear that Martavius Bennett and uh, he's not even going to um going to uh, appeal his suspension. He's gonna take his one year um uh, he's gonna take his one year suspension. But here's the guy in his two years, 14 TDs. Now um, the Pittsburgh Steelers are gonna miss. 14 TDs, 17 averaging 7 TDs a year in a, on, on the last two years. They're going to miss that, but I guess my point is, he's still young. Here, here's a here here's a young man that has to be no more than 24 years old. Martavius, get yourself together. Get yourself clean. Get yourself back out here on this field play for another five years and do a a, a BJ Raji. Leave with eight million dollars in your pocket. Come on, man. Get yourself right. You know this this makes no sense for you to see other people make these mistakes. And here it is. You turn around and and, and make the same mistake you've seen other people make. I I really I really don't like to see guys. You know and and I'm and. I'm talking about guys that play the same, do the same job that you do and play the same position that you play. That, 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 that makes no sense. You know, Josh Gordon, is a, is, he, he's a poster boy for what you're doing. And Justin Blackman, his, his face is plastered in every NFL locker room. Don't be this guy. And here you are in two years in the league. You're almost uh, that guy. Hey, it just—it just makes no sense. Um, get yourself together, man. And De- and DeQuell Jackson, leave the pizza man alone. Let him have the parking spot. You got money. You. And I hope. I hope he wasn't late. That's the reason you punched this guy. Because it definitely wasn't worth it. Hey, um, Mar Sanchez, we're wishing you the best. John Elway, we know you're not finished shopping for a quarterback. We know that you have someone else in mind, someone else, or someone else or someone else in mind. Um, Johnny Dawkins, they say he's fired from uh, Stanford as the basketball coach. You know, Johnny Dawkins was a great player back in the 80s for the um, Duke, Duke um, Blue Devils and won, I think, two championships, one with um, Grant Hill. Uh but apparently, he has not been able to make it work in, um, in in at Sanford in the basketball program. But guys, quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick will be signing for someone real soon, and he's probably going to be, uh, if not the uh, one of the top high highest paid free agency in that position at quarterback. I've never had a whole lot of faith in Ryan Fitzpatrick, and. That lets you know that how desperate teams are for quarterbacks. And let's don't be surprised if the Denver Broncos bring in Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick. He may be enough for them. I don't think Sanchez is. Now, that's that's saying a lot when we don't think uh, uh, Fitzpatrick is a very, very, very good quarterback. He's a decent quarterback. And you think less of Mark Sanchez. Wow. The Denver Broncos definitely making Mar Sanchez, their backup quarterback. I don't see him being their starting quarterback. But, hey, guys, thank you for listening to Sports Info UM on the Voice America Radio. We'll be back next week with more sports information.